Canadian Prepper Podcast, recorded Wednesday, August the 7th, 2019. Uh, my name's Eric, I'm the host of the show. I'm based in southern Ontario. I'm a hunter, target shooter, ham radio operator, VE3, EPN, and a computer geek. Uh, I got into preparedness when I was working frontline in emergency services and witnessed an over-reliance on emergency services during major events such as ice storms, power outages, etc. I started a small preparedness company to help people get prepared and be able to look after themselves for at least 72 hours, if not longer. My name is Ian, and I live on a small hobby farm, and not in the GTA for certain people. I'm an outdoor <laughs> enthusiast, sports shooter, reloader, field officer for the CCFR, and my farm's designated handyman. Awesome. If you uh, want to help support the show and keep the uh, Canadian Prepper podcast on the air, you can buy a Canadian Prepper podcast uh, t-shirt at rapidsurvival.com. All the proceeds help go to keep the lights on and the backup generator fueled. Well, if you're enjoying the show, please take a few minutes to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Canadian Prepper Podcast. It's the bit of a review on iTunes. We're not, we don't have enough of those for our liking and no four stars. Um, also, we want your feedback. Yeah. <laughs> also, we want your feedback, good or bad. Let us know if there's a topic you want us to cover or if you dislike something we're doing, please let us know. Uh, you can email us at feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. All right. So we've got some uh, low effort content for you in this episode. Uh, first, we're going to start off with uh, some news articles relating to preparedness and the outdoors. Next, we're going to be letting you know how we've improved our preparedness since our last episode. Then we're going to get into the main topic for this episode being tips for the lazy prepper. So we'll start off with some news articles you've got there, Ian. Okay, so uh, my first news article, uh, flash flooding in the New York area. Uh, interestingly enough, I'm currently in New York and uh, I got a the email, or sorry, a, a text message on my phone. Uh, watched everybody around me get it at the same time. Uh, I guess it's the local emergency management area, and it just said flash flooding expected in these areas, and you're in the area. And it was very interesting to see. Um, I had to actually look up the news article today and put it in here, but uh, it's the first time I think I'd gotten a, a legit cell phone message saying, you know, heads up. So it was actually neat to see the system at work because everybody at the same time stopped what they're doing, looked down at their phone. And of course, everybody's got a phone in their hand nowadays. And it was just interesting to uh, see the, how technology can really help, at, not so much with preparedness, but at least reaction to certain events, right? Oh, absolutely. Who doesn't have a phone these days and who isn't always staring at it uh, constantly? Yeah, and it was unmistakable tone because I had my ringer off and it still went off with a, a loud sound. So that was good to uh, good to see in action. Oh, and it caught um, your attention. So that's good. It certainly did. <laughs> and, uh, the whole it was funny because the whole area we were in, it was all like a unison sound, and it was just like it was like the old air raid siren. So you know, just everybody stopped. It's like, oh, geez, what's that? What's going on? That was pretty cool. Oh, good. Yeah, so very effective. Um, second news article I had, uh, just it's a little bit dated, but uh, a ship blows its top in Vancouver Harbor. Um, so it kind of reminded me of the old Halifax explosion back in World War One, where it kind of leveled the town. But this one, <laughs> they they won't say what caused it, but they uh, they had a cargo ship right in the middle of downtown Vancouver Harbor. The top blew off of it, and they said, "Well, the water didn't get poisoned. There's no explosion. Uh, everything's fine now." But they could, got some pretty good pictures off of it. So, <laughs> it's, uh, mm. yeah. So uh, I'm sure there's more to that story, but uh, it was very interesting to see that you know just uh, in the middle of a very busy, concentrated urban area, anything could go wrong, right? Oh, absolutely. And the the water's fine. Yeah, that's what I kind of laughed about. I was like, well, if something blew its top, obviously little bits of it went into the water. So I'm sure the water's not fine. But hey, nothing, nothing the, to uh, see here. Carry on. Nothing to see here, folks. Carry on. <laughs> 
All right, so I got a couple of articles here. Uh, first one is from uh, a United, United States article, uh, but it, uh, it applies here in Canada as well. It's in regards to uh, parents being encouraged to include uh, back-to-school emergency preparedness plan because uh, I'm sure all the parents that are listening to the podcast are doing a little happy dance because uh, the munchkins will go back to school soon. And uh, it just encourages uh, parents to get some kind of an emergency plan together, uh, teach kids where uh, where the cell phones are, um, how, to, how to use them, text first, talk later, short, simple text messages, um, stuff that they already know how to do. But at least you can uh, check in with them and, and make sure maybe you got a couple of code words or something you can send. Uh, but it's a, it's a good article, it's something that kind of, Think about if you got a little munchkin going back to school, maybe put some kind of a plan together with them in case uh, something does hit the fan while they're at school and you're away. You, you have a plan set up and you know what each is, each person is going to do. Oh, absolutely. That's a uh, one of the things we cover off with our kids when we send them back to public school. We had homeschooled them for three years, uh, but sent them back to public. And um, yeah, we had covered off you know various contingencies to make sure they had a backup plan. There's a friend's house they could go to halfway between our house and the school and uh, kind of made sure that they had the the whole plan in, in their mind before they went back, just as a, uh, especially in an earthquake zone, it makes sense, right? Because bridges being out and stuff. Oh, absolutely. I'm just uh, keeping an eye on the uh, the, the um, comments here. Apparently, there's a there's an echo, so we're gonna try and get that sorted out. We are on a new uh, a new system for this episode, so working out some bugs. We'll uh, we'll see if we can sort it out as we go through the show here. But, uh, uh, so it's uh, it's me that's uh, echoing. So we'll see if we can figure it out as we go here. Um, I've got another article here. Uh, Alan had touched on this an episode or an episode or two ago in regards to uh, the uh, bodies believed to be the term, uh, teen murder suspects found in Manitoba. So uh, that manhunt that's been going on the last little while now. It uh, looks like they found those two uh, those two kids that were suspected of the uh, the murders out in BC. Uh, it appears that they found them deceased. So just an update on, uh, on an article from previous episode there. And just a reminder to always keep your head on a swivel because you never know. Well, it's very interesting because for the longest time, everybody was thinking they were like the most genius survivalists ever, the fact that we could find them. But um, I guess they didn't get that far. Sounds like not. From the from the sounds of it, it's in around that uh, the area where the, the burnt out car was found is, is what they were saying earlier today. That's not confirmed. I'm not 100% sure, but that's what they're reporting earlier today on the news that it was about eight or so kilometers from the, uh, the burned out car. But I'm sure we'll get more details later on down the road, or it'll be another nothing to see here and carry on. Hmm. Another comment too says it sounds good to him, so it depends. Maybe it uh, depends on how people are listening, whether it's via StreamYard or YouTube too. Yeah, it could be. Uh, I think most are, are watching via uh, YouTube, but like I said, they've got some growing pains to work through here, so we'll uh, we'll sort them out as we go. That's the, the fun part of switching to a new platform. Well, thanks a lot, Google Hangouts. Yeah, I had to leave you, <laughs> jerks. Had to cut us off. We, we were getting too good. They had to cut us off. Yeah, well, we actually, you know, I, picking us up. I do like the uh, I do like the new platform. It seems to have a lot of features, so it should be. Uh, hopefully, once it gets all sorted out, it should be awesome. Awesome stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so far, so good. Uh, so let's move into what we've done lately for our preps. And uh, before we get that started. Uh, we've got a sponsor now for uh, this section. So uh, what we've done lately for our preps is uh, brought to us by uh, Get Out, Stay Out Canada. Uh, they are the creators of the uh, Get Out, Stay Out Campfire Grill. And they can be found at getoutstayout.ca. Uh, so they've got uh, two versions of their camp uh, campfire grill. They've got a large one and a, and a more compact version. Uh, so check them out at uh, getoutstayout.ca. 
and uh, help support them because they are helping us keep the lights on with the podcast. Those are the uh, the the this like the metal kind of fold up grills that go over the fire and stuff, and you can put the pots on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they've got uh, two of them. They fold out. There's two levels. Um, they're actually sending us uh, a demo to uh, to check out, and then uh, in a couple episodes, we're actually going to be giving one away. So uh, stay tuned for that. But uh, once I get them uh, get one in hand here, I'm going to do a full review on them and, and make sure everybody knows what they're all about, and then we're giving one away. Oh, sounds like we're getting all grown up here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, uh, I didn't come on here to be mature. I came on here to yeah. like talk about LARPing stuff, like zombie apocalypses and stuff. Yeah, and tinfoil hats. Yeah. Hey, you know what? We've got a sponsor now and uh, couldn't be happier because, like I said, they're uh, they're helping keep the lights on. And uh, this month of uh, the uh, the hosting for the pod uh, podcast is all covered now thanks to them. So much appreciated. We'll put on, we'll put on a serious face then. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, for myself, uh, as far as uh, what I did for preparedness this week, I see I, uh, I basically spent my few days at home setting up a uh, show barn for the upcoming Coombs Fair in my local area. It's on Vancouver Island, not the GTA. We'll talk about that later. Uh, it's now the annual livestock and good old time uh, farm fair. So not much, so much as prepping as maintaining the family unit, which is, I guess, preparedness in a kind of way to avoid that inevitable divorce if you don't pay attention to them. Uh, good news is if the chickens uh, that we're sending there win, they get a higher price at auction, and you can also sell the hatching eggs for uh, more money, which always works out too. And, of course, one of the things I had to do to prepare for the show was groom my big black chicken, which uh, was a star on a previous podcast. I guess on the other podcast, wasn't it? Uh, I, had a, I had a banner for that. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> okay, well... So they might have referred to him as the big black cock on that show, but uh, I got a little bit nasty after a while. So anyway, so um, filled the woodshed with some more wood for winter. Did a meet up with listener Sean, and uh, he was the inspiration for the IFAC episode, and that's what it for me. Awesome. Well, uh, speaking of IFACs, uh, I made a purchase from Ragnarok Tactical after the uh, the IFAC episode there. Uh, sent uh, Andrew a quick email. He uh, kitted me out with everything that uh, I'm going to need. Uh, so much appreciated from him. Uh, I've got a couple of emails from listeners as well that said they've uh, contacted him to get a, a kit set up and, and put together. So so I'm happy with that. So I'm all, all squared away now with uh, with my IFAC, uh, just waiting for it to show up. So it should be uh, here shortly. Uh, I also uh, learned how to fix a home appliance. Uh, it wasn't working quite right. Um, the uh, dehumidifier downstairs is making some awesome clanking and clicking and weird noises. And Rather than do the uh, the 2019 thing of, yeah, throw it out and I'll just get a new one, uh, I tore it apart, found out what was clicking and clacking, and uh, fixed it up, put it back together, and, uh, well, the house hasn't burnt down yet, so uh, it's still working. It's a nice feeling. It'll cost yeah. savings, uh, under the cost savings banner of preparedness, it's, uh, and less reliance, right? Don't have to call the repair banner or anything else. Exactly, but, and uh, uh, not throwing it in the dump and... Still uh, plugging away, so hopefully I get a few more years out of it. It, uh, it owes me nothing. I've had it about five or six now, but uh, hopefully I'll have another five or six. And if not, at least I know how to tear it apart. Yeah, and so, uh, as long as you follow the Rogers techniques of turning it off and back on first and making sure it's plugged in. Oh, yes. Yes, we <laughs> turned it off and back on again. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, let's move into the main topic. So, uh, one of the main things as far as um, setting up uh, for your preps and, and the whole lazy prepper thing, um, you know, it, it's easy It's easy to become overwhelmed and uh, try to prep for absolutely everything at once. And I think that's something that just leads people down the road of, you know what, I'm just going to do it tomorrow. And just well, focus on one thing. I think that's, 
that's a huge problem because like uh, you know a lot of people rush straight to the guns and go you know start their gun collection like woohoo and they'll focus on that or um, they'll spend all their money on that which you know some of us may or may not be guilty of that at, at some point in their life and then uh, all of a sudden you're like oh then I gotta worry about radios food I gotta worry about you know heat I gotta worry about all this other stuff and before you know you're like well what's the point I'm never gonna be able to afford everything and that's it I just won't bother and so um, it is very easy to go get overwhelmed isn't it like oh, it's, absolutely. it's crazy. Yeah, when I first got into this, um, prior to starting the business up, uh, I, I I was guilty of this. I, I jumped in both feet right in the deep end and went, holy geez, um, I, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. And I just put everything on the back burner, right? And it sat for a while. Then I realized, no, if you, if you focus on one thing first, get that squared away, move to the next, you know, work on your food for a little while, work on your water from there and just focus your thoughts and everything on, on one section. Um, don't take it all in all at once because you're just going to get overwhelmed and you're not going to get anything prepped. Yeah, so I think a lot of people make mistake laziness for basically um, tax saturation. Because, I mean, yeah. you'll meet a guy that's totally squared away. Like when I was talking with Sean earlier this week, there's a guy that's like totally squared away with his first aid kit. And uh, then you, you feel like, oh, I totally got to play catch up on that. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge cash outlay effort and everything else. And if you just take it baby steps, like, you know, just like eating an elephant, you know, one bite at a time. Eventually yep. you'll get there. Just it, it, you got to be patient with it because uh, you know as much as some people fantasize about it, it's not the world's not going to end tomorrow. Um, so that we know of. <laughs> but for the for the most part, I mean, you can certainly just take baby steps. And each day, each time, as long as you do one thing to help you prepare this daily, I mean, you're better off than you were yesterday. So uh, eventually, it all gets taken care of. It's just not so much. Yeah, don't worry about being lazy. Just worry about being, um, I guess, uh, successful each day as a small yeah. amount. So. Yeah, one little bit at a time. Um, another thing is staying aware. You know, it takes little to no effort to just throw the radio on in the background, uh, throw CP24 on in the background if you're you're working around the house or something, uh, or just scan the Google News Feed every once in a while to stay up to date. You, you don't have to, you know, be be reading everything constantly or staying up to date on absolutely everything every second of the day. But you know, get in the routine when you when you come home when you're cooking dinner, throw throw the news on and just listen to the updates as to what's going on. Or you know, every once in a while, scan the Google news feeds and just be aware of what's happening around you. But it, it doesn't have to be like a something that overtakes your entire day and something that you're focused on 24/7. Just throw it on in the background. You'd be surprised at what you pick up on uh, just listening to it. Those background noise. Well, yeah, or even just like today with that cell phone alert went off. Just you know, take take a good lesson away from it. So you know. Think about how you would have done things differently, or maybe it was something you could have been more aware of or prepared for. Um, use this learning experience, even if you're if you're completely caught with the pants down. So, yeah, awareness is key. Oh, absolutely. Um, another thing that's easy to do: uh, keep your vehicle above half tank. You know, it's simple to do. Chances are you're passing a ga uh, gas station on on your way to or from work or or anywhere that you happen to be going around during the day. Slide in, fill your tank up something does happen to, to go down, you'll, you'll be thankful that you've kept it up to up to full uh, and you're not in that big, large panic line of, oh, geez, I need gas right now because the power's gone out. Yeah, can't argue with that. Yeah, pretty simple thing to do. Um, like I said, you're, you're going to be going past the gas station anyway, so even if you can't fill it up, throw an extra couple of bucks in it and you're going to be well ahead of uh, most people anyways. Well, I guess you feel less bad about filling up your tank too when the dollar amount is smaller. I mean, it's not like you're spending yeah. any less on gas, but instead of being a 60 or $70 fill, it's only a $30 fill. It feels better. Yeah, it's the same <laughs> amount spread out over, hey. over time. 
yeah, you just don't feel bad about paying that yeah. carbon tax. No, no exactly. I guess it's, bad, so. it, it's less of a mental hit. That's right. <laughs> uh, another thing, uh, when you're grocery shopping, just add a can or two extra. You're already at the grocery store. You, you don't have to make an extra trip. Throw an extra can of uh, SpaghettiOs or whatever your, uh, your thing is. And, and then you've got it and then you can throw it into your food preps or, you know, an extra jug of water. Uh, just toss it into your cart. No extra planning required. You're already going to, to stock up for the week or whatever your shopping routine is. So why not take advantage of the time and throw a few more things in? Well, actually, I think you stole my thunder on that one. But yeah, they call it ghosting, right? I mean, uh, it doesn't take that much effort. So if you're a lazy prepper, if you're going to grab one can, might as well grab two. Um, yeah. It has to be something that you eat, not just something that you know is cheap or whatever, like canned ham or whatever. Like if you actually plan on eating it, great. But yep. um, yeah, just uh, that's that's a low effort thing to do, and it all of a sudden, uh, eventually, over time, you'll get large food storage. Right? Yeah, it's it's actually funny how quickly it adds up. I started doing that when I first started uh, to get into the preparedness stuff, and all of a sudden, I, I had a whole shelf full and no extra effort. It was just slowly through a time as I was shopping and. Next thing I know, I had a, an extra little shelf of food, so it's effective. Yeah, I think that's kind of a transparent financial hit, too. Like, I mean, you are spending the money, but yep. over time, it, it's stretched out more so you don't really notice as much. You don't have to sit there and plunk down 500 bucks on canned beans. It's just like you might spend you might <laughs> yep. spend 100 bucks on canned beans, but you might spend it over the course of three or four months, so it's not as bad, right? Exactly. A little bit, uh, again, the whole mental hit to the pocketbook. You're not, uh, you're not seeing it as much as doing the big bulk purchase. And then uh, another thing, you know, if, you, if you've got a dog that you take for a walk, you're, you're doing the same route over and over again. Switch it up a little bit and learn your neighborhood. You know, take that regular route, change it up a little bit, learn some different streets around your area. Um, that gets back to the orientation um, and the orienteering episode that we had quite a while ago now. Um, just learn a different route. Learn some of the roads. Uh, you might even end up meeting some neighbors that way. Um, you'll then know some neighbors that are friendly or maybe not. Both scenarios are good to know about. And um, you'll know some more roads around you and, and even possibly some exit routes that you wouldn't necessarily know before. And uh, you're getting some exercise in as well. So uh, two birds, one stone. Yeah, no, actually, you uh, you nailed it because, uh, you know, it's low-level surveillance during peacetime. It is exercise production. It is uh, you know, getting to know the neighbors and, and potential threats like we talked about a little while ago. Um, yeah, there's, there's multi-purpose. Uh, so if you're a lazy prepper, Really, you might as well be a force multiplier every time you go out and do something. So, you know, if you're single, take the dog out. Girls love dogs. If you're married, <laughs> to have some quality time with the wife. If you've got yep. kids, spend some time with your kids. You know, you can't go wrong, right? Yep. And uh, no, anybody walking a dog does not appear to be out of place. So, or a threat. Or a threat. So take the time to, to do some surveillance and see what's going on around you and, and get to know some points because nobody's going to look at you like, why is this person walking around our neighborhood? Well, they're walking around because they got a dog. Yeah, uh, falls under the gray man theory too. If, exactly. Uh, there's, there's two things you can have money to make yourself invisible, a dog or a Starbucks. And like <laughs> a buddy of, mine, buddy of mine used to work at high level security and he used to like, test other people's security by walking through a checkpoint with a Starbucks. And he would look the guys in the eye, he'd be carrying his Starbucks, he'd say, hey guys, and as long as it looked like you belong there, people just like, whatever, just let them buy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, so it, it's huge. So uh, take the dog for a walk. It's exercise in gray man theory. Exactly. Uh, another one here uh, in regards to building up your financial preps. Um, you know, ask the bank to maybe automatically move 50 bucks a week, a month, whatever you're, you're able to do, 25, 10, 
doesn't matter. But uh, ask them to move it into some form of a savings account for you. And then it's it's an automatic thing that's that's happening. Uh, personally, I have it uh, moved off to a small account in another institution uh, than my regular bank. Therefore, writing, uh, logging into the regular bank to pay the bills, the mortgage, all that regular stuff. I don't log into this other one unless I absolutely need the funds or something. So it, it takes out that mental um, state of, oh, look at how much money I've got in my savings account. I'll just dip into it. Well, you got to take that extra step to go to the other financial institution to log in and, and look at the funds. And uh, again, before you know it, it's going to add up and you'll have a nice little uh, stash set away just in case. Uh, and another one, um, you know, if uh, if you're trying to, to just get some kind of a, a bug out bag together, uh, grab a pre-made 72 hour kit. Uh, at that point, you've got a kit ready to go. It's not going to be 100% perfect. No, no kit ever is, but it's, it's not going to be tailored built to your specific needs, but it's going to be a starting point. So grab the kit. And then you'll have the basics. And then slowly, as you get some funds and some available cash flow, you can start to build around the, the pre-built kit. Um, so again, it gets, you, it gets you some gear right off the hop, a little bit of a, an expen, uh, expense, but then you can slowly build around it as, uh, as time allows. Well, yeah, because I mean, as far as lazy prepping goes, uh, that's basically, you know, that's where a lot of people make their money is you're doing the work for them. So uh, from a lazy prepper's perspective, somebody else has done the work for you. You might have to lay out some cash. But yeah, like you said, it's, it's customizable. If you find some piece of that kit that doesn't work for you, eventually you can upgrade it. But that's when it works for you, right? But at least you have something versus, you know, something perfect. And we've got um, some feedback here in the live chat uh, from Tim. Uh, and it's a good point. Um, he'll actually save uh, the milk jugs, the four, the four liter milk jugs from 7-Eleven. They don't give you money back to return them. So he holds on to them, fills them up, stores them, and then uh, obviously rinses them out first, make sure that there's no remnants of the milk left. And then he uses them uh, if he has to flush his toilet or something like that down the road. Good tip. There's a great tra Trailer Park Boys episode about that one. I don't know if you remember that one. <laughs> I have not. I'm going to have to look it up. High definition. Yeah, high definition test jugs. It was uh, <laughs> the guy was like too lazy to uh, too lazy of a, of a trucker to get out of the truck and grabbing long distance and eating uh, milk jugs. Anyways, but long story <laughs> short, multi-purpose uh, containers for sure, and they, they they are waterproof. They they don't rot down or anything else. They make good targets. If they if they're worn out, they don't need whole water anymore. So yeah, that's good. Fantastic things. And uh, and one final one, uh, you can buy a Canadian Prepper Podcast T-shirt. You won't need another shirt for quite a while. Just saying. <laughs> Remember that Gray Man theory we talked about a couple months ago? <laughs> yeah, throw that one out the window. Yeah, that's no, right. I st I still wear one uh, around the house, you know, out and about now and then. So, it creates a good conversation. Oh yeah. So yeah. So for myself, actually, I kind of I think I copied a few of you, uh, your points there. But uh, yeah, if you just can't get motivated or maybe can't afford it right now, I I totally get where you're coming from. Uh, personally, I just don't have the, as much time as I would like, which leads to well, I'd rather spend my time doing something else, or I don't have time to do it as well as I would like. So it kind of makes that lazy prepper out of you, but you know what, um, it's it's a mental block sometimes we just have to overcome, right? Like, uh, I was trying to think of some time-efficient preps for the average guy just to get started. You know, a low effort required if you have a jacket and tube, uh, just leave them in your car. It requires no effort to just leave something behind. <laughs> I, I, I do that sometimes without even thinking it's a prep. Yeah, so it, exactly. <laughs> it, well, at least that's what I tell my wife afterwards. It's like I was just leaving it there for preparing. Oh, it was totally intentional if anybody asks. Yes. Yeah, and so um, having a jacket and tube in your car is good for being stuck in the car overnight. Uh, those those rainy, miserable days where you have to change the tire, 
uh, good for shock if you come across a car accident video. You know, it's good for all sorts of stuff, even kids if they fall asleep in the car in the back. I mean, just having a jacket to throw over top of them, it's fantastic. So uh, very low effort thing to do. Jumper cables, I mean, uh, are you should you even be listening to this podcast if you don't have jumper cables at this point. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, low effort, and again, even if it's a garage sale, I'm sure you can pick up a set of jumper cables for five bucks at a garage sale. So low effort, low cash outlay. Um, I think you mentioned the case of Costco water, but uh, you might as well save money under the banner of uh, cost savings and preparedness and less reliance. Well, get a case of toilet paper. I mean, at Costco because uh, you're going to save money. Um, you're going to have tons of toilet paper, probably six months worth, and it's it's there. It's already prepackaged for you. Yeah, and if you go back to the hygiene episode, you can uh, vac pack it, and it shrinks down nice and small. And I think the Costco stuff is even plastic covered too, right? Uh, yeah, it's it's wrapped in uh, six rolls per package. Yeah. Yeah. So I see great. Uh, Tim watches uh, Trailer Park Boys too. If I get that. So. Yep. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, ghosting your food purchases, we talked about that, uh, the pre-made first aid kits, I think you beat me to the punch on that. Uh, you know, YouTube, uh, we're a prime example, but uh, there's better people out there than us, education through immersion. So if you don't want to have CP24 on or heaven forbid the CBC, uh, put on a, a YouTube and believe it or not, the algorithms can sometimes work in your favor. If you have it on autoplay and you start watching preparedness videos, YouTube manages to keep teeing up videos that you would probably be interested in. Uh, and you can have them playing in the background as long as you've got a decent internet plan at home. And if you don't like it, just hit skip and it'll move on to the next one. And I, I find myself uh, survival prepping for normal people, uh, a couple other ones like that. I just scroll through all of his and he puts out a few a day. Um, it's just good to listen to in the shop. And uh, pretty soon through immersion and, and osmosis, you're going to learn something, which is always good. So low, low effort required on that. Oh, absolutely. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with having something playing in the background. You'll be you'll be surprised how much you pick up just having it, it fill some background noise. And next thing you know, you're, you're up to date on local news or, or some kind of information with your, your automatic YouTube playing. You'll pick up all kinds of stuff as you're just going about your day. Uh, sorry, just, uh, oh yeah, you mentioned the Sawyer one gallon water filter on the comments, but uh, that's actually a, a good thing. Um, MB35 there. He mentioned the fact that uh, you should get a, yourself a Sawyer Mini. We talked about those a few times before, but, but yep. I mean, yeah, it's a low effort thing to throw in there. It's it's not big. It's not overly costly, especially on states and uh, or on Amazon uh, or Rapid Survival, I think. Uh, still working on getting them. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, <laughs> low effort thing works really well. And uh, yeah, it's pretty much a fire and forget kind of prep. Uh, not a whole lot of skill required to run it either. So, um, I was going to mention there a weight belt. So when you're out walking the dog, okay, so you might want to not want to look like the complete uh, tactical guy and have the uh, the plate carrier on while you're walking the dog, which I'm not against, but I'm just saying it, it might raise some eyebrows. Um, you can just tell people you're into CrossFit and wear one of those uh, weighted uh, vests that are like full of like lead. What's that? Or put a tactical vest on the dog and then just say that you're matching. That's a thing now, right? <laughs> Oh, that's true, yeah, because people are supposed to look like their dogs. Um, but, yeah, so you can put one of those weighted vests on and just say you're in CrossFit, and, you know, so it gets used to wearing a backpack. It gets exercise into you, um, you know, builds muscle mass, the whole works. Um, that doesn't really fall under lazy, per se, but even if you have a heavily laden backpack, throw some cans in a, in a cans of food in a backpack, and just walk around with the dog with that. Um, Make sure they're your cans. You, 
Yeah, oh, that's true. Or you can throw a baby in one of those baby backpacks on your back and go for a yeah. walk with the dog. I'm just saying that's you know might be future planning. I was going to say I see that in my future. Yes, it, it can work as a resistance trainer too. So yep. uh, you might as well get them involved right off the bat. Um, now for myself, because I find myself as I get older having to, to fight the, the weight gains. So uh, low effort thing to do, but but harder than you would think. Order a salad instead of uh, <laughs> your your fries and uh, your poutine. Um, oh, it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it's 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 low effort, but not mentally. Uh, yeah, so you're gonna get in a little bit of weight loss, probably in better shape, uh, less health problems if the, if you know we have a loss of uh, you know backup medical services. It's just in mind, uh, you know, part of preparedness is making sure that your body's prepared for hard times too. So, yeah, geez, order a salad. I mean, I'm I'm guilty of as the rest of them at going to Costco and get my big thing of poutine. So I gotta tone down on that a bit. Um, uh, we've got a comment here from uh, EDC Prepper in the uh, the live chat here. Uh, he mentions that um, as well as the Prepper Prepper videos and podcasts, he likes to listen to homesteading videos as well because there's a lot of crossover to uh, to prepping. So it's a good tip yeah. as well. Actually, uh, uh, Half Acre Homestead, I think there was, Mrs. Wolfie, anyway. Um, kind of cheesy, but Canadian content, and uh, if you want to learn anything about canning, gardening, I don't know, meat processing, you name it, she does it, her and her husband, and uh, yeah, it's not, they're not preppers per se, but man, they are sure handy people, they're just, they're just home, little homesteaders, um, I listen to them quite a bit too, actually. And uh, so, yeah, the last thing was, okay, so it's going to be a bit of a battle between being a lazy prepper and, and being a motivated one, but um, if you can at all take the stairs and bike to work or some combination or variation on the theme, do it. It's it's not going to take that much time of your day, but it at least will help you a little bit. So yeah, It'll pay off, too. Yeah. Um, I was kind of lazy. Speaking of low-effort content, I wasn't planning on being here tonight, so I didn't do a whole lot of show prep, so I had to put a low effort in tonight, so I do apologize for that. But uh, No, all's good. I uh, I got some topics in here. You've got some topics in here, and uh, hey, we, uh, we're we not going to set uh, set a record for uh, for the longest podcast like we did in the last episode of two hours, but that's, uh, that's all right. We're still getting info out there. That's all that matters. It's, and NV35 mentions... Salads only count if they're kale or spinach. I agree. The kale is the miracle food. Uh, and spinach is pretty good, too. And, and the Costco spinach thing comes in, too, is to get a big vat of spinach at Costco for fairly cheap. And it's usually pretty good. Um, he also mentioned you could buy some simple tools. Well, we mentioned that in the uh, Tools for the Apocalypse episode yep. two episodes ago. Um, that, and that's a low-cost, low-effort thing to do. Just if you have an excuse to go to the restore, eh, go for it. Or garage sales. Yep. Um, Honestly, garage sales, again, the classic example of being a low-effort prepper, just show up, and if you happen to stumble across something, great. Yeah. Another so, good point from NV35 there is uh, hand tools. Good to have. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's what all I had, really. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, that covers off my list as well. It's um, Really, it's just a matter of focusing on a couple of things and, and doing it, and then moving on to another, and... and you know, trying to break out of that whole mindset of being lazy about it and just working on little bits of the time. And eventually your, your preps will build up to the point that uh, you look back and go, oh, wow, look at that. I, uh, I've i got a little bit of every section covered off. Yeah, just I'm not a lazy prepper anymore. <laughs> no, suddenly you're no yeah. longer a lazy prepper. Yeah, and I think uh, six, no, nothing motivates quite like success, success too. So if all of a sudden 
doing some minimal effort stuff and you have some tangible results and maybe people have given you feedback on it. Like actually uh, at work one time I had my little first aid kit with me and um, I managed to end up using it twice in a day and I got some positive feedback on it. Yep. You know, that made sure I carried it with me all the time. It, it doesn't take much. So, um, yeah, no, it, it doesn't take long to stop being a lazy prepper, just being a, a kind of a, a graduated prepper, shall we say, or like a, a sequential prepper. Yeah, and there's nothing better than uh, than checking that box on your, your checklist to say, yep, this section's done, and just seeing the progress as you go along and, and a little bit of positive reinforcement, right, for you uh, you list makers out there like myself. <laughs> I know a guy that uses Excel. That's even better. Ah, oof. I'm a computer guy. I hate Excel. <laughs> well, he gets the, he uses it to add up all the weights, so it works out well. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, hey, you know what? If, uh, if you're an Excel person, well, how about it? I hate it. <laughs> That's <laughs> it is useful for some things. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> Checklist, not so much. Yeah. Uh, so maybe we'll move into the podcast challenge. Um, so for this episode, we're going to uh, ask you to identify your style of prepping. Uh, are you somewhat on the lazy side? Uh, if you are, find a way to prep that doesn't take much effort at all and then tell us about it. And, uh, fire an email off to uh, feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. And uh, let us know what uh, what you've come up with, and then we can discuss it on the next episode. If you come up with like an epically low T effort that you know increases your preparedness for sure, because uh, you know the more people can get to do basic stuff, the better. So yeah, fire away. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Covering helping people cover off the basics, then uh, then they can run with it from there. Is uh, it's always a good thing. Uh, so moving to episode closing, uh, our upcoming events is blank. It was full for the longest time and, uh, looks like we're starting to kind of wind down. So, uh, nothing upcoming. Well, not that I want to mention the GTA. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> here we go. But, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but there is, uh, for those of you that are, are focused on the guns right now, uh, TACCOM is coming up. Um, that is September 6th and 7th, I believe in downtown Toronto. And they, uh, they will have a big, uh, you know, display of gear and guns and tactical stuff. So uh, it's worth a, a visit if you're anywhere near there. I'm not. I won't be. But, uh, you know, it's certainly worth a, a boo if you can have the chance. Oh, good to know. We'll uh, yeah. get some details uh, for that in the next episode. So we can, is there a website or something, you know? Uh, you know what? I should should have pulled that up, but I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, we'll just mention it in the next episode. We'll toss it in the show notes. And, uh, yeah. Uh, let's move into some shout outs. Uh, so quick shout out to, uh, Mallory at, uh, get out, stay out. Um, it's the, the sponsor for the, what we've been uh, doing lately for our preps. Uh, she's been awesome in getting uh, rapid survival on board as a distributor. Um, uh, she's also donated the grill that I talked about there for review and, uh, one for us to give away on the podcast. So stay tuned. We're going to come up with, uh, a, a, some form of a contest for uh, the listeners to enter into, and then uh, you'll be able to potentially win one of their grills. So, uh, quick shout out to her and, and thanks for the help getting on board and and uh, sponsoring us and keeping the lights on for uh, for now cool i had one for uh, listener sean who may or may not be listening on and uh, watching on youtube right now uh always a good chat and uh, it's always nice to meet you guy face to face and you know increase that kind of uh you know mutual assistance network type of thing and hopefully uh, get guys in the same areas to meet up but uh it's always nice to meet a new guy awesome and so into email and iTunes reviews. So iTunes, we're up to 28 five stars. We've got uh, that one little guy, the one four star. And oh, I don't even want to mention it. We've got the one one star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's all right. Yeah. If, if people aren't complaining, we're not doing it right. It wasn't a real one star, I don't think, because you would have got a tirade if you had. So, yeah, true. There was no. Uh, I think you mentioned that in the last episode. There was no um, no write up or anything to go with it. So, but like I said, if we're not uh, we're not doing it right, nobody would complain. So I, I take that as we're doing it right. And we've got an email here that came in uh, from Darren. Uh, it says, uh, thanks for guilting me into uh, parting with some filthy lucre, uh, plus shipping and theft, uh, for some first aid gear from Ragnarok Tactical. Uh, enjoyed the IFAC show like all the others. Keep up the good work. Uh, Got to say, though, that you're much more GTA-centric than you think. Uh, uh, we'll get back okay. to that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, you don't have to be all the way in northern Alberta to be hours away from the uh, higher level of care. Uh, I missed out on the Drumheller Stop the Bleed course. Uh, summer weekends are fairly or already double booked. Uh, I've taken Wilderness First Aid a couple of times. I uh, could use a Stop the Bleed course. Do you know anyone you'd recommend in the Calgary area? Uh, I get my podcasts from the uh, Overcast app versus iTunes. So consider this a five-star review minus GTA bias, of course. Uh, cheers, Darren. Um, so that's a six-star review? Is that a thing? I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, first of all, I had to look up what lucre meant. And it's just basically the word for loot. So anyways, I guess I'm just not as well-versed as I thought. Um, yeah, so GTA-centric. Well, first of all, I guess I'm on Vancouver Island, and um, I would say I got a fairly wide spectrum of the country and in my site at any given time so yeah i try to do my best to provide an alternative viewpoint on my other podcast i'm actually referred to as the token westerner so uh, we try not to be gta centric trying to be nationwide we have uh one of our other podcasters is from the east coast so um yeah if you need us to focus on something on the out west let, let me know or out east let Hughes know but uh for sure we're, we're not always focused on ontario yeah, absolutely. We've got a couple, uh, a couple of listeners that uh, do the odd time send in um, news articles and stuff from their their local area that we don't always pick up on. Something um, that you see or you'd like us to cover off on the on the show that's local to your area, please email it in to uh, the feedback at prepperpodcast.ca and we'll we'll get it on the show. And I mean, I'm even on the west coast. I'm I'm basically a solid hour away from a higher level of care for sure. I, I we'd have to be medevaced out by helicopter where we are. Um, any, anything major happens. We actually just had the highway shut down the other day in front of the house. Uh, that the one and only highway up and down the island that got shut down, so that, that caused uh, all sorts of chaos. Um, the other thing I was mentioned, you did respond to him on the email, but uh, what was the name of that website again to get your local stop the bleed instructor? Yes. Yeah, so for the local stop the bleed instructor, it's bleedingcontrol.org or stopthebleed.org. Um, that will get you to the uh, the stop the bleed website. And then from there, they've got a, a whole list of where you can find a class, uh, where you can find an instructor, uh, or you can contact them, and they'll put you in contact with somebody in your local area. Cool. And if, uh, if he wants to meet up, I'm usually in Calgary once in a while. Uh, feel free to drop us a line. I can always uh, sit down and have a coffee. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. And... Uh, with that, I'll bring uh, episode number 32. Uh, wow, we're at 32 already uh, of the uh, Canadian Pepper podcast to an end. Uh, you can find the podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Uh, please help us out. Take a few minutes, submit a review. Uh, it helps other people find us. Uh, you can also find us at uh, pepperpodcast.ca on Facebook. All right, so now we record these things on uh, StreamYard. If you want an early peek at the show, please subscribe to the YouTube channel Canadian Prepper Podcast and click on the notifications tab. This gives you alerts when we're going live. You can 
contact. Uh, oh, that's that's Alan's stop. I can't even talk about that. There you go. <laughs> well, you can get Alan at uh, PPSWO if yeah. uh, if he's around next uh, next episode. Yeah. Almost read his ad read there. Yeah, uh, he's he's got the high heels on somewhere. So maybe catch him on Instagram there and send him a picture of high heels or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you can also watch the shows uh, being streamed live on YouTube. Uh, thanks to StreamYard. And I think uh, you already covered that off there, Ian, but uh, now I'm reading lines. <laughs> well, there you go. But that's, I mean, that yeah. is the benefit is that they will, they will, with the StreamYard app or website, they'll actually stream to YouTube and or Facebook Uh lot more versatile than hangouts ever was so we're pretty happy with it so far yeah um, yeah it's a, it's a new platform so uh, just a reminder to anybody listening as well if uh, if you can send us in some feedback uh, as far as how the uh the streaming is and how the audio is the, the feedback at prepperpodcast.ca we'll we'll try to get stuff sorted out because it is a new platform and uh we're learning on the fly yeah uh you can reach uh, ian directly by emailing me at the retreat at gmail.com you can also find me giving my two cents worth on Canadian Patriot Podcast, also available on iTunes and uh, YouTube if you want to catch the uncensored version. Uh, there you can find us exposing more government waste, squirreling off on the odd firearms-related banter, and generally drowning our sorrows of the diminishing freedoms as we face as uh, time goes on. Uh, so please uh, check out Rapid Survival at rapidsurvival.com. Uh, you can get me there on the live chat uh, while you're buying some prepper gear. Uh, you can also email me at uh, feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. So thanks for joining us, and you can tune in for the next episode. We're going to be covering off a wildfire preparedness. Until next it's time, season. it is the season. Uh, until next yeah. time, uh, be prepared, stay safe, and keep learning. <laughs>